Welcome to this podcast episode on Breaking the Cycle of Adverse Childhood Experiences, Healing Intergenerational Trauma, and Becoming a Better Parent. I know this is a heavy topic and we don't often talk about this, but I really feel strongly that this is something we need to talk about. I want to open your eyes about what they are and how they can affect us and our parenting and even how we can pass them on to our children. Are there days you feel you've had it with the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, the constant fatigue of trying to keep up with an active baby? Does it feel like you're always working so hard as a parent, trying to do everything for your kids and family, and yet it never feels enough? We get it. You love your child more than anything, and yet parenting is also exhausting and challenging. Especially when you're bombarded with criticism and pressure to be the perfect parent, which, spoiler alert, does not exist. That's why we created Discerning Parenting, the podcast that helps you cut through the noise and focus on what truly matters in your parenting journey. This podcast is jam-packed with valuable insights and practical tips specifically tailored for parents of kids age 5 and below. So join us and discover how you can use the combined power of science, knowing your child, and your own intuition in making the best parenting decisions for you and your family. Hello and welcome to the Discerning Parenting Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Victoria Ang Nolasco. In this episode, we'll explore the impact of adverse childhood experiences on us as parents and our children. Now, you may have triggering thoughts that come up and you need to seek professional advice, and please do so. Remember, there is no shame in seeking professional advice when it comes to this. I also have a short video to support this episode. The link to download this is in the show notes, so be sure to grab your copy. I feel strongly about adverse childhood experiences, or ACEs, and how they can significantly impact the development and well-being of children. So what are they? They include experiences such as physical, emotional, or sexual abuse, neglect, Household dysfunction, so this would be people fighting in the household, or witnessing or experiencing violence. Children who experience ACEs, they can struggle with their emotions, cognitive development, behavior, and physical health. It affects all aspects of health, from the immune system to chances of getting a heart attack to chances of having mental health problems. And these effects can be long-lasting all the way into adulthood, so it's essential to recognize the impact of ACEs on us as parents and on our children. Why are adverse childhood experiences so powerful? This is because during early childhood, we form our deepest beliefs about ourselves. Are we good or bad? Are we capable or not? Are we worthy of love or not? We also form our deepest beliefs about important adults, and this includes our caregivers, our extended family, the nannies who took care of us, and our teachers. So this is our model for all our relationships in the future. Are they people that we can trust or not? Are people there to support us, or do we have to figure out everything all on our own? 
And it is also during early childhood that we form our model of the world and how it works. So, do we believe we'll be successful if we work hard? Or do we believe that the world will crush us no matter how hard we try? And these beliefs carry over to how we see the world when we are adults. And it's not just our beliefs, but even our health. It is in our DNA. Research has shown that experiencing these ACEs can change parts of our DNA. Now, a lot of people think that you experience an ACE only if you had severe abuse that resulted in physical scars or if you grew up in a country where there's a war going on. And truly, these are huge disasters that no child should ever have to go through. But take a look at the definition of adverse childhood experiences by the World Health Organization. These are some of the questions from their ACE survey. When you were growing up, during the first 18 years of your life, did you see or hear a parent or household member in your home being yelled at, screamed at, sworn at, insulted, or humiliated? See, so even if you were not on the receiving end of that yelling or humiliation, even if you just saw a parent being yelled at, that is an adverse childhood experience. And this is something that very few people realize. Or, this is another question. Did you see or hear a parent or household member in your home being hit with an object such as a stick or a whip? Did a parent, guardian, or other household member yell, scream, or swear at you, insult you, or humiliate you? Did a parent, guardian, or other household member threaten to or actually abandon you or throw you out of the house? Did a parent, guardian, or other household member spank, slap, kick, punch, or beat you? Now, this might be triggering for some because a lot of people do not recognize these as adverse childhood experiences. But they do affect how we grew up, they do affect our DNA, and how we parent our kids. And parents who have experienced ACEs themselves when they were kids may struggle with the effects of this childhood trauma. Because over 30 years ago, we didn't have the research and the tools that we have now to cope with such situations. Decades ago, people thought the best way to raise children was through spanking and criticism. In fact, until today, I still hear this a lot, that it's impossible to raise a good child without spanking. You really need to spank your child, otherwise they're going to grow up bad. And this view is not supported by the research. In fact, spanking is considered an adverse childhood experience. So, this lack of support to parents while they were children, this can affect their parenting style today. And it can also affect children's outcomes. As parents, we need to understand how our own childhood experiences may be affecting us, and we need to seek support and healing if it is needed. Now, many people think, oh, all of this happened in the past. How can it possibly be affecting my kids? 
we are now learning more and more about intergenerational trauma. This is the transmission of trauma from one generation to the next. And this can be the result of unhealed ACEs or other traumatic experiences that have been passed down through the generations. Trauma can affect gene expression and it can cause changes in brain development that can affect how our brains were formed when we were kids. So it can affect how we react to stressful situations. It can affect how we are as parents. We're starting to see how trauma affects our genes, including the genes we pass on to our kids. And healing from this is essential if we want to break the cycle of adverse childhood experiences and promote positive outcomes for ourselves and for our future generations. And there are several ways to start the healing process. It might feel daunting to heal from this and to protect our kids, but it's something that we need to do. And the good news is, these gene changes are not irreversible. In fact, there are researches that have shown that people who have started the healing process whether by undergoing therapy or even doing mindfulness methods such as meditation or yoga or hypnotherapy, actually show changes in their genes that are more positive after doing these methods. And I will link to these researches in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you recognize that you may have experienced ACEs, what is the first step? Recognize how this is affecting you today and how it is affecting your parenting. Just recognizing this is already an important step. Many parents have told me, I keep trying to practice positive parenting, but I always end up getting angry. And I know and salute the parents who have experienced these, and then they come to me and they say, I know I don't want to parent my child in this way. And then they're seeking help for that. And that is a wonderful first step. And sometimes it may feel like a struggle because this reaction might have been wired into our brains from early childhood. So we need to rewire our brains so that whatever traumatic experiences that have led us to react in this way, we can learn new ways of reacting. A qualified therapist can help parents explore the impacts of their childhood experiences, develop coping strategies, and work towards healing and recovery. And that's why, in all my parenting programs, I include mindfulness-based methods that can help us reprogram these automatic ways of responding that may have been formed ever since early childhood so that we learn healthier ways of responding during stressful times. If you want to learn more about adverse childhood experiences, go to discerningparenting.com slash ACE and access my free video about this. Again, that's discerningparenting.com slash ACE. You will also find the link in the show notes. It can also be helpful to seek support from a supportive community or group. I hope that this podcast is part of that support. Now, if you sign up at discerningparenting.com slash ACE, you'll also be able to jump on my email list to receive practical bite-sized parenting tips 
and be the first to know about my parenting programs. As always, if you've found this episode helpful or moving, please follow the show and listen to the episodes on your platform of choice. What I know for sure is breaking the cycle of intergenerational trauma is essential for creating a better future for our families and communities. And this starts by acknowledging the impact of ACEs on ourselves and our children, and then taking the brave steps to heal from this. When we do this, we create a brighter future for ourselves and future generations. As parents, it's essential to understand the impact, to seek support and healing where needed, and practice positive parenting so we raise our children to be resilient and to have health and well-being all the way throughout their life. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I really loved sharing something that is so important. Any information available at this podcast is intended for general guidance only and must never be considered a substitute for advice provided by a doctor, therapist, or other qualified medical professional. Any information available at this podcast is intended for general guidance only and must never be considered a substitute for advice provided by a doctor, therapist, or other qualified medical professional.